Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for supernatural girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with my co-host, PK, Miss Patricia Kirkman. How are you tonight? Absolutely fabulous. I know that with the sauna going on here, I about to lost 10 pounds today. It's only 103. Yahoo! <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you can take, you can have it. I don't want 103 here yet. In the Berkshires, we've got a very, very nice 70 degrees. Show up! <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, it's nice to have you back on the air, feeling so much better. I'm really glad all this progress you're making. It's terrific. I'm very pleased myself, darling. Thank you for that. So Looking tell us forward what's to going on. the best. Pardon? Yes, feeling better and better. Tell us what's going on with the numbers. We've had some kind of cool things happening in the world today. Three prisoners oh. released from North Korea, brought back home. That's something to celebrate for sure. Most definitely. Now, you have to remember this is a seven universal month, which is all about changes and things being made known to us. And it just so happens that it's also a seven universal day. So secrets are, these young men are coming back with more information than we're prepared for, believe it or not. Okay. There's more that's going to come from that, which is great. And it's about time that the doors were opening up. And I'm afraid we're not quite prepared for all the things that are going to be happening. But over the next uh, five to six months, hang on to your hats, folks, because it's going to come like a rainfall, a storm. And what is this, stuff that's been hidden that's coming out? Is that what you're saying? Most definitely. Most definitely. Oh, good. The the authority figures and those in control are going to start to nip at each other's heels again. And that's when the information will start to roll because everybody wants it to be the other guy's fault. Uh And that's that's what's been going on all month. I mean, yes, pretty soon exactly. there's not going to be anybody to put in a position anywhere because there won't be anybody left that hasn't been kicked off yet. Oh, boy. Well, mm-hmm. I know. We're kind of sick of all this is a government uh, musical chairs. But, again, what we're all looking forward to is a day when disclosure happens and things come out that we've always known were going on, whether it's UFOs, interdimensionals, whatever's going on in Antarctica, all of those things. I mean, we deserve to know the truth. I think we do know the truth anyways, but it would be nice to hear them acknowledge it for a change. There's a lot more truths that are going to be coming out that we're going to be not only surprised, but shocked because of. Nobody wants to have their hand caught in the cookie jar because 
that what they've already known for a long time. Too yes. late. It's all yeah. now. Yeah. It's like that's sap right. in the tree starting to ooze out and it's going to run down and a lot of people are going to get caught in it. Oh, boy. Well, this is going to be exciting. I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be nice to hear what these secrets are. My God. Well, now, if anybody would like a reading with Patricia Kirkman, Miss PK, you can go to her website, which is patriciakirkman.com, and she'll tell you what to expect personally over the next year. It's a great way to find out what's coming down the pike just for you. And we've got some paranormal news here. Now, this is an interesting story. It was written by our buddy Nick Redfern and posted on Mysterious (laughs) Universe. And it's a great story about people who read books about, for example, black-eyed kids, and then all Uh of a sudden, while they're reading, all the electrical stuff starts going crazy in their house, and Mm -hmm. they're actually getting nervous that these black-eyed kids are going to show up at their door. It's just amazing. But they're saying that people are now reading these types of books and having these amazing experiences. So, for example... This uh, one woman wrote in and said that when she was reading the Black Eyed Children book by Nick, electronics in her house went wonky. And then the first night, the smoke alarm went off, even though there wasn't any smoke. And the second Mm -hmm. evening, the timer on her stove went crazy, even though she never said it. So you and I know from doing this show for so long, we have to read books usually every week. And certainly, strange things have happened while we've been reading these books, right? I mean, we definitely have had some visits that we didn't expect, whether it be from ETs or Bigfoot or something. I mean, it's just, you never know. And every single week, we do something different, and every single week, we have a new experience. So, I don't know. We can definitely relate to this woman, that's for sure. And then there's this woman, Shannon, from Illinois, who also contacted uh, someone and and also said the same thing that she Mm -hmm. suddenly found herself compelled by stories of black-eyed kids and a friend told her an encounter that was supposed to have happened on a marine base in North Carolina now I haven't read that one yet have you I haven't either but the funny part was I'm from Illinois and the marine base in North Carolina happens to be uh, one that my son was born on oh my gosh well, we've got to track. Yeah, it is, and we got to track the story down because it sounds fascinating. And she says she couldn't get the story out of her mind. She decided to do some research, and her husband and son had gone to bed. It was about ten o'clock, and she looked up information on the internet about the black-eyed kids. And just as she was reading the Brian Bethel story, all the power went out. Now that's kind of spooky. Very and it spooky. came back on. Yeah, after a few minutes, and she restarted her computer, and she looked outside, and she went back to her research, and right in the middle of reading through a website about the BEKs, the power went off again. So, I mean, it is interesting how just reading about these subjects can open the door, and I'm sure just listening to our show can have the same effect, because we've had emails from people writing in about their strange experiences, so... Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so you can read the rest of this story on our Facebook page, Supernatural Girls with a Z. Be sure to follow us and give us a like, and you'll be in touch with all the great stories that we have on there. We also have another one 
that you can read about Mothman being a shape shifter because people yeah. are seeing Mothman in all different colors and sizes. It's very strange. It's not the same description all across the board. So take a look at that story also. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter, The Fringe Files. Unfortunately, we had... Computer problems today, and I will have to get the newsletter out to you tomorrow, but my computer was not cooperating. The Internet wasn't working correctly with it, and so I couldn't get the darn thing out the door, but it will go out tomorrow. It will have some new information in it as well. So, well, I want to say something else, if I may, Patricia, that yeah. your Zoom analysis, I need our people to know about what you're doing with the dream analysis. Thank I you. I think you've got them know it's available to them from that because we always get into the other things and by the time the show's over I'm going to wait a minute you didn't bring up the dream stuff. <laughs> well so, thank lady, you for doing that thank you because it is important I know we've had people on the show that have been remarkable we had Dr. Burke on and and Kat who is a three-time breast cancer survivor if you hadn't heard that show go to our archives you can listen to it and they came forward with a hypothesis that they've been proving that your dreams can tell you what's wrong with you physically. It can actually diagnose you. It can also provide treatments for you. And that's, that was all in that interview. It was fantastic. And certainly anybody can learn how to do this because dreams are available to everybody. But most people don't pay attention. And it's a shame because you're missing out on some terrific information, things that you just can't get any other way. Certainly, Kat found when she paid attention to her dreams, it helped save her own life, even when the doctors wouldn't listen to her when she was so sure that she did, in fact, have breast cancer. And they just they didn't believe her and didn't want to test her for it. And sure enough, she had it. But the information didn't come from her doctor, came through her dreams. So, yeah, anybody who would like... To learn more about that, be sure to contact me. I'm thinking of starting a dream group for autoimmune patients to, you know, help find information because we can certainly get information through our dreams about these mysterious illnesses that are exponentially on the rise. So mm-hmm. be sure to reach out to me. You can find me on the website, supernaturalgirlsofthez.com. You'll see my email there and PK's email as well. And we also have, we did have um, Tina Zion on the site with us, and somehow one of our interns removed all of our ads, <laughs> including Tina's, but it will be back soon, I promise. <laughs> I went looking for it today. I'm like, where are all the ads? Well, that happens sometimes. We're going to get them back up there for everybody to see. <laughs> And I'm during the last part of this retrograde because that retrograde was such a bugger we just got through. Uh, you know what? It was after the retrograde. Oh, well, <laughs> out. I can't help it if they screwed that up, too. Uh, no, they don't have any excuse. I'm sorry. No, none at all. But tonight, I know you did try, and I'm sure they appreciate it, but I won't let them off the hook. So. Anyhow, tonight we have a very strange story. This is probably going to be one of the strangest stories we've ever had on the show. And it's all about a Bigfoot portal. And our guest, Steve Bachman, is going to tell us all about the technology that he basically, he he said he didn't invent it, but he was able to create it and use it and amplify an existing portal. And I'm 
PK, I'm hearing some strange squeaking noises from you. You might want to check your microphone and see if it's moving around. Um, yeah, and just see if you can stabilize it. Because there's something, maybe it's Bigfoot calling us. I don't know. But it's definitely something's going on sound-wise at your end. So anyhow, uh, our show tonight, we're going to be talking about portals. Now, portals are found in many places on the planet. Some are natural, like the one in Girona, Spain, and we've had Patrice Chaplin on talking about that one. And some are man-made by the CIA, Jack Parsons and Howard Hughes. They got together to try to blow holes in dimensions to create their own portals. But our guest tonight, Steve Bachman, has experience in building a machine that powered an existing portal and this is a wild story. We first heard it from Dr. Matthew Johnson, who was on our show. And now we're going to hear directly from Steve about this technology and and how this came to be. And then how they were able to save a number of Bigfoot from their dying planet. So this, again, this is going to be wild, everybody. So buckle up. This is a great story. And our guest, Steve Bachman, he has a very down-to-earth life. He grew up on a dairy farm. He graduated from Sumner High School, which is located in Sumner, Washington. And he got into construction. That was his thing. And he's been self-employed ever since, but just going from residential jobs into the commercial arena. Very mechanically inclined, obviously, which didn't hurt the situation. But now he's 57 years old. He's raised three children, has two grandchildren. And for the first time, he's going to be sharing this story with us about all these secrets hidden right in front of us. And he says, yes, he has a new family, and they're living right here on planet Earth next to us. So he can't wait to tell us this story. And we can't wait to hear it. So, Steve, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. You've got one of the most unusual stories we've ever heard, and I know our audience is going to love it. So why don't you start with the technology, because that came before you actually met Dr. J, right? Yeah, it did. And and first of all, may I say, you know, I never was a Bigfooter. I was a a YouTube Bigfooter for probably about – uh, uh, a year before I had, uh, w- before I was introduced to, to Dr. Johnson. And I just, uh, you know, I YouTubed a lot of different stuff. And, um, but uh, for probably about a year before, I caught wind of it somehow over a YouTube and it, it caught my attention. And, and so that was the extent of it. I wasn't going to go out into the field. I wasn't going to go camping tromping through the woods, none of that stuff. Uh, I got enough of my feel right on YouTube. So anyhow, yes. And then um, how did you meet up with Dr. J? Well, uh, you know, it was probably five months prior to that, I got this crazy idea. And I, I, you know, I do my everyday work like everybody else does. Um, um, but I come home and I got to have something more. I got to, I've got to have my fingers and something else. So I'm always doing something. And, and along with the internet and crazy things that I was, uh, watching was, um, 
uh, over unity, devices that create power for free. And now that one, I'd been on the YouTube probably for a good five, six, seven years watching, but nothing really uh, intrigued me to build uh, because I just didn't, be- you know, the I just didn't believe in it until one popped up, and it was a gentleman uh, out of New Albany, Indiana. He's an electrical engineer who had designed this machine uh, from a Tesla. Um, uh, from 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 Tesla, uh, and he had plans for it, and I uh, I was able to get a set of these plans from him, and uh, to see if I could reproduce it. Well, I did, uh, but when I did first reproduce it, um, it didn't work. Uh, and I was really pretty bummed out about the whole thing because uh, I'd spent probably three, four thousand dollars on this device that didn't work. Oh so I, um, uh, so I tore the thing completely apart and I re-put it. I put it all back together very methodically, uh, uh, trying to make sure that anything that I did incorrectly that I corrected. Well, I found three things. Uh, and once I put it together again for the second time, tore it all down, put it all back together, uh, voila, it worked. And I was shocked. Um, and how did you know uh, it worked? I mean, what were you, what were you looking for to, to determine that it was, okay. in fact, working? Well, real simple, in real simple terms, what you do is you take a house meter and you plug this. This device has a, a 110 plug in, just like a motor would have a one a cord coming out of it with a 110 plug-in. And I ran the power through this house meter, okay? Uh-huh. And at first, the meter would start turning. Well, it's the meter's not supposed to turn. It's supposed to use – what it's supposed to do is take 110, make the motor turn, and then it repulses. It's a, it's a repulse motor, and it would okay. push the 110 back in. So it would do that several times per second really fast. And um, so when I, when I achieved it, I got it together, and I ran it through the meter. The meter, the motor runs, produces electricity, and it, 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 the meter does not turn at all. It stays Uh right there. So thus telling me that device is not using power. I mean, if that meter sits there, uh, I've sat it there and let the motor run for almost 24 hours, and the meter is in the exact same place, never turned even the slightest bit. So that's that's telling me. Now, there may, you know, I am no electrical engineer, and there may be people that, punch holes in me all over here, but listen, it it's not using power. I'm not paying for the power to run because otherwise the meter would be turning. Um, and, of course, when you put a meter on it, um, the meter just reads neutral on it. Uh, you really don't get a, any reading from it. Um, mm-hmm. And it must 
it must do something to the meter. I'm not sure exactly. Again, I'm not an electrical engineer. I just copied this device. Well, right. Exactly. That, after I finished that device, building that device, um, uh, I I wrote. I was. Uh, really intrigued by Dr. Matthew Johnson's work that he was doing up at, at Soha in Southern Oregon. And, and there was another guy too, but he was in Florida. So that wasn't going to happen, but Dr. Johnson was close to me. So I, I was intrigued enough and I didn't tie this electrical over unity device generator that I built I, I, it was, this was not tied together yet. I just happened to one night, I sat down and sent him, get, wrote a little bio of me in, in kind of uh, in, in one sentence form uh, as I grew up, uh, you know, and, and in one sentence I wrote, and like the government doesn't believe in Bigfoot, uh, they don't believe in over unity too, but I produced an uh, electromagnetic device that produces free electricity. And that was the exact same time that a professor down in Southern California had really uh, threw a, a, a monkey wrench in the gears on helping him open a portal, which I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, because um, that wasn't your background, right? You didn't know anything about this paranormal stuff. Not a thing. That is exactly right. <laughs> wow. What a experience for you. <laughs> oh, it, it was. And, you know, I wrote this letter to him, and I said, well, I know it's a one in a million because you're getting millions, probably millions of emails that people want to go with you. And so, but I thought I'd throw this out there. And, but here's the deal, Patricia. It was not like me to write that letter. Uh, why I did it to this day, I have no idea. I really don't. It was supposed to be. It was supposed yes, it, to be. Well, yeah, I, it, it I can like only imagine. Gone. Yes. So, um, I write this letter to him, and finally, about I think a week later. He's driving and he, uh, with Cynthia, uh, his fiance, and um, he's reading his emails and he passes mine. And he's the only thing that really caught his attention, I think, was this over unity device. It's electromagnetic, and he knew electromagnetics tied in with portals. So. Um, he gives me a call, and believe me, that was the shock of my life. I had no <laughs> idea he was going to call me. Um, so I was pretty surprised. And then here I am. This, this, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a, a couch side YouTube Bigfooter, you know, uh, and. <laughs> He springs this entire story on to me about 23,000 some odd Bigfoot souls 
that are locked on a planet and can't get through the portals to get to planet Earth, the planet that they were on had two suns. One sun had died out. The other was in its red state, so the, which means all the vegetation is just sticks by now. And he, he, um, and he explains this to me, and and I'm I'm you know for the first time hearing this, and I'm like you know, okay, you want my, and I was sort of proud of the fact that he thought he needed my device, and maybe it could work somehow. And well, that's. Yeah, that's an exciting kind of a thing. But yet at the same moment, he's hitting you with all of this stuff, other worlds, Bigfoot coming from one world to our world. I mean, it must have been blowing your mind. Totally. And and I'll tell you what, <laughs> Patricia, at one place in time of that conversation, I had to just sit down and say, Steve, just go with this. Just go with it. Because it was too much. It really was. But yeah, that's a lot to I, take I, in. I said, yeah, I set everything aside, and I said, okay, let's just let's just see what what this does, where it takes us. So that's that's where it began. Well, this is an amazing, amazing adventure that you started, and in basically not even having a clue that this is what was going to happen for you. But then you made the journey out there, right? You went with him, took your device. Oh, my God, you did a brave yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I did, I did. And it was June 26, 2016. And by the way, that's when I was 57 years old with the two grandchildren. I got one extra grandchildren within that two years now. <laughs> so oh anyhow, um, uh, in fact, we're coming up on an anniversary date that I think we're all going to go up there. And anyhow, uh, he prepped me for this and he would call me and, and explain to me that I have to be like a Navy SEAL. Uh, that you have to be strong, strong-minded, because he didn't know who I was and how I would react to all this. Um, and so he really, really prepped me for it. Um, June 26th came, and I've got to tell you, I was right in the middle of a job, and I kind of, I knew I was leaving ahead of time, so I, I bought this time out with my customers. I was uh, remodeling the kitchen at the time, and I said, I'm going to be gone three days, and I believe part of it was over a weekend, but uh, it was June 26th. I showed up. Uh, We met at a restaurant. We ate. I got to know him, and Mike Kincaid, myself, and Dr. Matthew Johnson scurried up to the mountain that night. Well, I drove my truck. Mike drove his. We had three vehicles up there. And uh, and I had brought the machine as well. And we didn't have any idea what we were going to do with the machine. And we really didn't. It was just uh, more about 
Dr. Johnson bringing me up there and having the Janu or the Bigfoot Forest people um, get used to me. Now, so, let me ask you a question because, Steve, these questions are coming in as you're talking. Um, people want to know more about the size of this machine. Can you give us an idea of the dimensions? Yeah, the dimensions are, are approximately two feet by, oh, I'd say 16 inches by 16 inches. Wow. Um, it's made out of a lot of plastic uh, uh, materials. Uh, in fact, the materials are UHMW plastic, um, along with uh, uh, eight. Um, there are eight three inch in diameter by um, two inch thick and the inch might be a little bit off but uh, roughly two inch thick um, uh, copper coils and this is the uh, the motor magnet wire that you buy that has a coating on it so what I did was is I made these coils and applied them inside this wheel and then on, on the two wheels that run around the, the that cross or, or spin next to the uh, copper wires are 16. There's two wheels, eight magnets each on each side of the copper the copper wheel, okay, if you will. And um, there are 16 magnets totally total. They're two inches in diameter. And they're a half inch thick, and they're neodymium magnets. So they're the most powerful magnets in the world. And let me tell you, if you get your finger caught between two of them when they're coming together, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that to it, it's very painful. And it did happen oh. to me. It took a month for my thumb to heal. Oh my oh, God! Wow. We're going to take a very short commercial break, and then we are going to come back, and we're going to hear more of this amazing story. Now, I don't know what's going on sound-wise, but there's some strange electronic noises in the background, and I swear to God, I'm not doing this. So I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, We're going to try to fix it on the break. PK, I'm going to ask you to hang up and call back in. Let's see if we can get this straightened out. And in the meantime... We yeah, look for you on the board, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned, everybody. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? 
Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With cosmic fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Astridian is a family of cosmetic products with 98% pure ionized minerals. We combine our science with a blend of essential oils to nourish and take care of your skin's health. How does it work? All Astridian products contain the proprietary redox technology having the capability of simulating an ionic zinc-copper superoxide dismutase effect. This free radical scavenger currently in your body has been diminished by toxins and the daily stresses of life. It is a perfectly balanced mineral complex that all $200 an hour dermatologists, their professors, and ancient history have proven. Redox technology is a process of reducing the skin's oxidation by transferring electrons from a radical state to a stress-free normal condition. Oxidative stress is a form of cellular aging, and as science has proven, a precursor to disease. The free radical theory of aging states that organisms age because cells accumulate free radical damage over time. Damaged cells are not beautiful, but healthy cells are. The Astridium family is presented in four different uses that cover unique benefits to your body. They are the Essential Anti-Aging Series, the Multivitamin Series, Sports Series, and Professional Series. Regain your youth with the power of Astridian. Visit www.astridian.com and inquire. Use the code SUPERNATURAL and receive a 10% discount on your first purchase. Astridian, the beauty of being healthy. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with PK, my co-host, and our guest tonight, Steve Bachman, who is talking to us about a Bigfoot portal and the technology he used to make 
all of this happened. This is just wild, wild, wild stuff. So, PK, I just want to check with you. You're back with us, I hope. Yes, I am. Does it make okay. any different sound? It's much better. The, some kind of electronic weirdness was definitely going on. Even during the break, the commercials, the sound was playing uh, a little bit differently than it should have. <laughs> kind of by itself, but that's all right. No, there it is again. I'm hearing the electronic weirdness, but that's okay. We'll, as long as we can hear our guest then, and he can tell his story, we're, we're asking everybody to be patient with us. And we're going to have to talk to Blog Talk to see what in the world could have created these electronic glitches with us mm-hmm. tonight. We've never had this happen before. So nope. we'll see. We'll try to get to the Maybe bottom of have, it. Like We have some uninvited guests that are sitting in. I think that might be the case. <laughs> I, think so I can't too. imagine it, that people don't want to hear what Steve has to say because he's got the technology that they probably want to get their little hands on. So anyways, not to scare you, Steve, but I'm sure you're of great interest to the powers that be. Yes. Well, I I often wonder about that, but you know, you just <laughs> yeah. gotta you gotta live your life forward and not pay attention to it. Um, yes. Yes, yeah. So you were so. you left left us hanging at the point where you were going into the uh into the area where the Bigfoot are with Dr. J and another gentleman and your device. So you were describing how big it is and what it looks like and all of that. So you bring this device up there and now what happened? Well, what happens next is uh, we get up there June 26th and um, keep in mind, I just like to add this right now to all your listeners that Number one, I'm not really the type of person who really wants to start talking about this stuff. It has been two years now, come this June, and uh, I've talked in a few very small venues of Dr. Matthew Johnson, and I do it to support him. So this is the first time I've really reached out, and the reason I'm doing it, and I want the people, listeners, to know this, is that if they, these people live here, and if they begin to have experiences themselves, I'll, even if they, they're they not over the fence on what I have to say about it, you know, uh, don't put judgment on me. Just please put it in your hip pocket because one day you may have something happening to you with these people. And when it does, you're going to remember, oh, I can pull that out because I remember what Steve Bachman said. And Mm -hmm. that's more the reason why I am coming forth. Um, This is the first radio show that I've ever done. Um, um, So if I'm not very good at it, um, pardon me. But um, I just want to throw that out there because the next stuff that I'm going to talk to you about is full of weirdness. It's crazy. Okay. It's just plain crazy. But it's the honest to God truth. And even though science can't put a finger on it, they are my personal facts. And I'm telling them to you exactly how they happened to me. Uh, and in this sh- short broadcast we do, I won't be able to tell you everything, but 
I'm going to get some really high points here uh, and tell you what's going on. So having said that, I'd like to move ahead. Yes. Okay, we're on the mountain. And uh, uh, it's just like a camping trip. Um, We put out our cots. There are no tents. We sleep right out in the open. It's very important that we do this, um, and you'll learn why. So we set up our cots, and we sit around, and and, uh, there is absolutely no alcohol up there. There are no drugs, no smoking, no anything, okay? Number one, I don't drink drugs. Do any of that stuff? Smoke? I don't. I I don't have any bad habits. So, um, so we can rule that out <laughs> right away. Um, so anyway, it's uh, it's getting evening, and Dr. J walks to the edge of the forest, and he's singing to them. He's playing music to them, and and this is the first time. And I'm going. I'm thinking. You know, it's almost like I'm kind of embarrassed for him, but yet I'm thinking, you know, that's just how my rea- my first reaction. I go, what are you doing, you know? You're talking to the trees. And, and right. little do I know that, that they are right there. Uh, <laughs> I just had no idea. Um, so you're talking about the Bigfoot up, right there. Yes, yeah. These mm-hmm. are the Bigfoot, the Janu Bigfoot forest people. Their species name is the Janu. Now, I it hit about 11 o'clock and it's dark out and I'm not much of a guy to stay up. I just get crazy tired and I got to go to bed or, uh, you I know, or play. I just get sick. So, anyway, I, uh, I tell the guy, Mike Kincaid and, and Matt, I said, listen, you guys can romp around the woods, do all you want, but I'm sorry, i got to go to bed. And they said, yeah, that's fine, Steve, go to bed. So I, I opened my cot, climbed inside, and, boy, I was out. But at 1 o'clock in the morning, I woke up to something that would change my life forever. Um, and, in fact, I didn't think I would be a living, breathing, physical person walking this earth any longer because what happened to me was beyond uh, it's just beyond anything you can ever imagine and these people had come up to me and evidently they found health issues with me that they were going to fix right there and right then and at one o'clock in the morning in my abdominal area, as best that I could feel it and as best as I can describe it, it was like hands working inside of my entire abdominal area. And, boy, they were so fast and so busy, you couldn't, you, you, you couldn't account every move with your mind and keep up with it. But it wasn't and my pain, heart, right? No, it wasn't no pain, pain at all. Okay. And so my you just heart felt rate, my, correct. My heart rate went through the ceiling. And believe it or not, in the middle of all this, I knew somebody was there with me. Uh, this wasn't just happening. It wasn't a dream. I'm wide frigging awake. 
with my cell phone in my hand looking at what time it is in the morning. And I said, please slow my heart rate down because I was afraid my heart was beating so hard. I've never felt it beat that hard before. And I asked them, please slow my heart rate down. And within 60 seconds, my heart rate went down to normal. My goodness, um, that's pretty beautiful. Okay, this that's went on from one. Yes, this went on from one o'clock to one twenty. They pulled their hands or whatever that was out of me. They tapped me on my thighs, just kind of like a love tap, and and then all the rest of the night, somebody was rubbing my foot. Just tenderly, gently, nicely, and also about one um, thirty to one forty-five in the morning, a fully physical being, um, uh, which would be a Bigfoot. Um, I could not see him, so can I prove it? No, I can't. But by all account, it was a Bigfoot. Um, he, his name is Zorth. He's a clan leader up there. Uh, you heard Matt speak about him. He came up to me and he puts his hand on my head. Well, the palm of his hand hit one ear on one side and the fingers covered the other ear on the other side of my head. And you could feel all five fingers. His hand was gigantic. Now, okay. how do you know that he was fully physical if you didn't see him, just because you felt him? Because the full impression of the hand that I felt was everything that the mind could calculate as a physical person with a hand, okay? Now, when he has a hold of my head, and I feel all the fingers, and I go, I'm thinking, that's one big hand, he leans down, and he breathes in my ear three big breaths. And you can tell now this is a huge body because these breaths of air are much bigger than you and I can do, okay? Or if we really struggle to do it, we might be able to do it. So he's proving to me, one, I'm physical, I'm cloaked, I couldn't see him. Two, I'm a living, breathing um, person, I guess, let's say. Um, and that's what that told me. Now, uh, I woke up in the morning. I never slept a wink after that. I'm not a wink. Uh, and the rest of the night, I felt this little guy rubbing my foot, little, big, whatever it was, but it would rub my foot all night long. And we got up in the morning, and as long as I was walking or moving around, this entity, and now, and now I know that it's an orb. Uh, I didn't know then, but it was an, it's an orb, and it's coming up, and it's rubbing my foot. And they're in orb form because it's safe for me, and it's safe for them. That's the way I see it. Now... So there, before you go on, so they are able to morph into, take on other shapes and and things in interdimensional travel. So 
so that they don't have to stay looking like a Bigfoot. They can go into an orb form or something else at their will. That's what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. And I'll get more into that. I'll explain what they did for me in my bedroom um, to prove to me who they were. And I'll get to that point here. So anyway, um, the next night goes by. Um, uh, amazing things happened. I didn't have any more healing like that, but they constantly were prodding on me, poking me, letting me know they were there. Nothing aggressively terrible, you know, or bad. It was more really kind of cool because I'm having these people touch me all the time. And, you know, it wasn't happening to Mike or Matt. Um Uh, all this physical contact that I was getting. So the third night comes, and we still haven't pulled this machine out either because Matt just wants them to get to know me. So I'm at the back of my truck, and I'm going, Matt, Mike, I said, I got this machine here. Can I bring it out and just show you guys how it works? And... Uh, Matt says, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. So two days went by. We never pulled that machine out because we didn't, have, we didn't know what to do with it. And we had no intentions of, you know, Matt didn't have any instruction with what to do with it because Mike or Matt is mind spoke by them. Um, so he does get information while we're up there and he'll share it with us when he gets it. Uh, Matt said to me, yeah, Steve, pull it out. Let's play with it and show us how it all works. So I got it out, got the, the batteries out, because I can run this. I don't need an outlet. I can, I've can. i got two 12-volt batteries and a 24-volt, 24-volt, 2,500-watt inverter. So I connect all the wires up. I plug it in, and off goes the motor. And I'm explaining it to Matt and Mike Kincaid, um, how this device works. And they're real, especially Mike, he's really intrigued about it. This is neat stuff to him. You know, he's asking all kinds of questions. Matt just would rather see, find out if it works or not and and get this whole portal business over with, you know. Um, Yeah. So anyway, I... um, uh, we let it set and run on the tailgate of my truck for, I don't know, it was uh, uh, a good, um, well, I fell asleep, and I woke up probably about 11, it was 11, 12 o'clock at night, uh, and my the inverter was beeping because the batteries were going dead. And the guy said, yeah, it was doing that. I says, and I said to him, this was crazy. Patricia, because I said, the batteries don't go dead. I've tested this thing one, two, a dozen times, and I've ran it up to 24 hours, and the batteries never lose voltage, okay? Because remember I told you how this machine repulses? Takes one pin, puts it back, okay? So what was Bigfoot doing to it to make that happen? Okay, what happened was... And this is how I found all this out later now. So at the time, I didn't know this. So I'm going to explain to you what I found out all later. What they did 
is they would come up to this machine in orb form, in their orb form. They would collect the magnetic, electric, the magnetic electric energy from it, okay? Yeah. And let's say there were maybe 10 orbs around this thing. And then those 10 orbs would scurry off into the forest to that nearby portal, which connected them to their old planet. They would release that energy into the portal, thus opening the portal and allowing those people who couldn't cross to escape and and get on to planet Earth where they could live out their lives. Now, so this is a rescue operation that uh, Matt basically wanted to have this happen, and your machine made it possible. It made it possible. Uh, Zorth spoke to Matt the next morning. He told us the news, and he said. Is there any way you can bring that machine back? He said it worked. And they couldn't even believe it. They could not believe that it actually worked. Um, Now, as before you go on, just before you go on, Steve, as we recall, because I know PK and I had Dr. J on the show, and he wrote a wonderful book about all of this. But as I recall, he talked about hearing all these footsteps all night long of these mm-hmm. Bigfoot coming from, remember that, PK? And they came from the Egg portal, through the portal uh-huh. from their planet to ours, and they hear all of these, this running back and forth. I mean, it was really an, an amazing story. They didn't yeah. see them, but they heard them. No, no. They were there in their cloaked form and their orbed form. They they can be there in in both forms, and and of course if they fl- slow their vibrational freq- frequency down because they vibrate at a higher frequency, thus making them out of the visual range of our eyes to see them. Um, if they slow that down, you can see them. Um, Amazing. Now, now they just don't do that up there though. It's hard to see one slow their vibrational frequency down, and get a good, hard look at one. They just, they just don't do it that often. It's not to say they don't, but they just don't do it that often. Now, they had an agenda. This machine worked now. But they had a problem, too. Why did they take the energy out of the batteries? Yeah, what's up with so, that? Well, I explained to Matt at the truck, and this is the – I don't even know where this – Crap came out of my mind, believe me. I just explained to him, I said, listen, tell Zort. And I showed him on the machine, right around where the magnetic wheel spins around the coils. I said, what they need to do is collect the magnetic electric electric energy uh, uh, field that is created around the wheel when it's turning to draw from that power only. Leave, leave the capacitors, the wiring, the battery, and the batteries, um, uh, and um, the other device there that I plugged into. I can't even think what it's called now. Um, uh, inverter. Leave, leave all that alone, because that's what happened. They were just, they were piling on that thing. And collecting that energy 
okay, uh, and then scurrying off the floor. But they had to leave the batteries and the inverter alone and let that do its thing while they just uh, would take the energy from the wheel. Now, I sat there and explained this to Matt, and Zorth mind spoke to him uh, at that very moment when I finished, and Matt says, oh, Zorth just told me. He said, Steve may have a point. He said, can you bring it back tonight? We'll do it over, and we'll do it just like he diagrammed for us. So uh, now I had to go home. I could not stay another night. I had customers that were expecting me. I had a business to run. I had work to do. Uh, not only that, Patricia, I was worn out to a frizzle. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine. I was just, <laughs> I, I tell you what, my nerves were shot. My, I just, it, it was almost too much those three days for me. Steve, um, if I may, did, yeah. what were they trying to heal within you? when they started working on you so quickly and going through the motions of the internal, what were they working on? Did they ever tell you what they had found or what they were working for, what they were trying to heal? No. Um, I, I just think it could have been kidneys, liver. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know. And I've never mm-hmm. had that conversation uh, with them, and I can explain how I speak to them now. Uh, in a moment, but um, I've never gone over all that with them because uh, so many things have happened uh, that it, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to keep up with it all. Um, so anyway, I do. I get in my truck and I head for home, but before I go home, I've got to teach uh, these two guys, Matt and Mike, how to run this machine, how to wire it up. Well, Mike Kincaid is very savvy to it all, the mechanical aspect. And I taught him how to connect everything, get it running. And so that next night they came back. Mike bought chargers, uh, four brand-new batteries, plus the two I had. They recharged them up, uh, took it up there, started with my two batteries, right? And uh, uh, and I want you to say that the machine ran somewhere between five and seven hours. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, and the batteries never lost a single volt. Wow! Uh, so they paid yeah. attention to you. They did what yes, you said. They, paid, they did exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have to use the additional batteries that they bought brand new to bring up there. Those batteries and the machine ran like it did. And in those hours of time that it ran, they successfully got the rest of the people, 20-some thousand, through oh that goodness. portal onto planet Earth. Now, keep in mind, this is we need this on planet Earth. We need these people. One, you know, some people might be saying, would you let all these people on planet Earth? Or I've, I've heard this story. I, well, you know what? We're not doing a very good job here on planet Earth. And and we need people like them here. And hopefully one day they will help us. But having said yeah. that, 
on my way home, Patricia, uh, and I had an eight-hour drive. I'm going to have you hold that thought, Steve, because we're going to have to take another very short commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to hear about what happened to you on your eight-hour trip home. So stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With Cosmic Fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Astridian is a family of cosmetic products with 98% pure ionized minerals. We combine our science with a blend of essential oils to nourish and take care of your skin's health. How does it work? All Astridian products contain the proprietary redox technology, having the capability of simulating an ionic zinc-copper superoxide dismutase effect. This free radical scavenger currently in your body has been diminished by toxins and the daily stresses of life. It is a perfectly balanced mineral complex that all $200 an hour dermatologists, their professors, and ancient history have proven. Redox technology is a process of reducing the skin's oxidation by transferring electrons from a radical state to a stress-free normal condition. Oxidative stress is a form of cellular aging, and as science has proven, a precursor to disease. The free radical theory of aging states that organisms age because cells accumulate free radical damage over time. Damaged cells are not beautiful, but healthy cells are. The Astridium family is presented in four different uses that cover unique benefits to your body. They are the Essential Anti-Aging Series, the Multivitamin Series, Sports Series, and Professional Series. Regain your youth with the power of Astridium. Visit www.astridium.com and inquire. Use the code SUPERNATURAL and receive a 10% discount on your first purchase. Astridium, the beauty of being healthy. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get Attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. 
Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK, and our great guest tonight is telling us his amazing adventure with Portals and Bigfoot over in Washington State. Now, Steve, you are about to tell us what happened on your eight-hour ride home. Yeah. I... uh... Um, I'd like to say just before I went home that, uh, uh, boy, I, I have to take my hat off to Mike Kincaid, who, who uh, um, like a special thanks to him to that he was able to put this device back together and run it while I was not there uh, because I had to leave. So without him, uh, I always say I, I may have had to spend that fourth night and, <laughs> and stayed there. Um, Anyhow, so a special thanks to to Mike Kincaid for being able to put it all together and run it that fourth night for them. I get in my truck to drive home. I say goodbye to the guys. And when I left, just before I left, uh, Matt, 6'9", guy, he's a real tall guy, he looks down at me and he said, "Uh, Steve, and by the way, Zorth told me to tell you that you have guardianship for the rest of your life. Wow, what and a gift. I, and I kind of, and I go, well, I, it didn't make much sense to me, though, Patricia. And, and I, oh, okay, fine, whatever. You know, I <laughs> jump in my truck and I take off. Well, this is when I first discovered it. When I was on my way home, and this is where it really gets weird for people, and it's hard, but this is the honest-to-God truth, and this is how I live my life right now. Uh, on my way home, I kept trying to figure out what was moving in my brain. I could feel something physically moving, and I wasn't understanding it, and it kind of scared me a little bit. Uh, and... I'd drive a little bit another hour and I'm I'm thinking about it and I feel something moving around in my brain. And I just can't wrap my head around it. I get home. uh, It's late at night. I take a shower. I jump in bed. And these people followed me home. Uh, For the first two nights, they absolutely inundated me in my bedroom with just love and care and kindness and surrounded me. Uh, And they were all in orb form. So people sometimes ask, do you have all these Bigfoot in here? No, they're in orb form. And, And again, the reason they're in orb form, it's safe for them and it's safe for me. And it was so busy in my room that the second night I called Matt and I says, Matt, you got to do something. I can't sleep. These people are just all over me. So he spoke to Zorth, and and evidently these were people who crossed through the portal coming to thank me. Ah, and, okay. That's yes. so busy room. Okay. And that's why it was so busy. And Zorth said, okay, we'll limit it. We will limit it. And what that meant was I – far as I can see, I get visited by one or two every single night. 
Now, uh, uh, so the next night after talking to Matt, it's like they're gone. I can sleep. Everything's perfect. So now I'm going, you tell me that Matt's not being mind-spoke to, you know, uh, people that doubt it or, you know, and you put it together. Because everything that he's telling me ahead of time is happening after. So you know so he was having a real conversation absolutely. with Zorth. and yeah, the message, the message was being uh, communicated properly. So you got a result. So that's and I tremendous. got a result. Yeah, okay, exactly. So. I mean, what tickles my mind, though, Steve, before you go on with the story, because I know our audience wants to hear a little bit about this. I mean, you're a down to earth guy, both feet on the ground brought up on a dairy farm. So, I mean, you're super grounded. So all of this, you're, you're taking it in as best you can. I, I got to give you credit that you didn't freak out. Yeah. You, you didn't check yourself into a mental institution. You know, you thought, I'm just going to go with it. And you developed this new relationship with the forest people, which you now cherish which is incredible. Mm-hmm. So again, both PK, I know both PK and I were talking about this before the show and we commend you on your ability to just, uh, to take this into your life and, and not get totally afraid by it. Oh, one stride at a time. And it's now my first three months I came home, I finished that job and I didn't work for three months. I'm trying to sort all this out. And when it really got weird is when how, – how do I do this without getting into the details? They told me I had colon cancer. And, okay. And that I could either go to conventional hospital and have it taken care of or – and I didn't even know that I had it. And – or we can do it. And – I said, okay, I can't take time off. Uh, all the rehabilitation, the, I might have chemo, who knows how bad it is. And they said that within a couple of years, I would be dead if I didn't do something about it. Now, you keep in mind, I'm a guy who doesn't go to the doctor. I just don't go to the doctor. You know, if, if, if the medical system depended on Steve, they'd gone broke a long time ago. I just don't go to the doctor. And I know it's stupid. My girls were on me. Dad, you're you're 57 years old. You got to get a physical. Dad, you got to get a physical. You got to get your colonoscopy and blah blah blah. So anyway, teen days exactly. This is about three months into this, and in in this time now, I have learned how to communicate with her in my brain. And I want to tell you this before I move on. When I want to have a conversation with her, I can ask the questions, and I can only get yes or no. So if the answer to the question is yes, she'll squeeze my head. If the answer is no, she simply won't squeeze it. And it's... I've done this for almost two years now, or, you know, a good year and a half, and it's very dependable and very responsive and very physical. 
Um, you got to remember now, the stuff that I get from them is not like something streaming through the air, a glass ball, a card, uh, uh, a re- this is physical stuff that they're doing to me. And so having said that, um, for the next 14 days, they stream. Now, this is a... This is, a, this is like a fishing line that's live, and you can't see it. And it, it went right up in my rectum and started removing uh, polyps, cancerous polyps. Oh and as I laid there for 14 nights on my couch, every night I would lay there and said, okay, I'm here for you. Here they would come. They would hold me, wrap around my head, you know, every once in a while, it was like they would snip one or cut it, and it would be very painful, and I'd go, whoa, what are you guys doing? And they would just hold me, and the pain would go right away. Okay, and now, here's some, now questions. The- some questions are coming in about this, Steve. People are asking, were, did you see these polyps, or you just felt that they were removing something from you, and you knew it was the they polyps? Were- they were removing these from my colon. I could feel it. Yes. You could feel it. Okay. You couldn't oh, see it. You could, you could feel it. Everything's physical. <laughs> a physical feeling. Yes. And 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 listen, anybody who's doubting this out there, let me tell you what. Walk up to me and let me grab you by the arm and tell me if you feel it. Yeah. Because this is how physical of a feeling it is when they interact with me. It's very not, physical. Not only is it That's physical, but it speaks to their ability to travel from dimension to dimension, take on other forms, you know, perform healing that our own doctors couldn't have done, most likely. And well, it's yeah. these beings, these people are very, very powerful and talented in a lot of ways you're lucky that they knew what was happening with you physically they were able to do something about it well listen to this my kids talked me in dad get in get a physical get in get in and do it okay so after they finished me on the 14th day took about 15 minutes that night uh, uh, they finished with me they hugged me were patting on me uh, everything is fine. I said, you're done. And also, when they come to me on the outside, they'll push on me one time. Yes. Uh, it, that, that would be, yes, like my squeeze. They know what I'm familiar with to communicate. So, now, I have an appointment to have a full physical done. I mean, this got me going on it, you know. I got to do something. So, I go in and I have my blood work done on a Monday I come back on Friday with all the results, and the doctor walks in, and she's laughing. And I said, what are you laughing about? Is it that bad? She said, Steve, <laughs> we have never seen a blood chart like this in our lives. She wow. Said, she said, your blood is better than a 17 to a 22-year-old. She said, you see this number here, and you see this number over here? Okay. This number matches this number, meaning this part of your blood is perfect. She went down this whole list at the very bottom. You know the the good cholesterol that's in your veins? You've heard about that? Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay, I was one point over on that. Otherwise, my blood chart was absolutely 100% perfect. Now, that's documentation. Mm-hmm. And, okay, she said, I wouldn't even have you get a colonoscopy, but you're 57 years old, so you're going to get one. Okay, the morning I'm ready to go in to get my my colonoscopy, I'm talking to her in my brain, and I said, you guys removed everything. Are they going to find anything? And she says, yes. And I said, what? You mean to tell me you left something in there so that so that they could find it? And she said, yes. This is a female, by the way. And mm-hmm. so when I go in, I have it. I get done. They hand me my chart. Uh, polyps, remove two, non-cancer. And I go, holy crap. They left two of them in there. Two polyps. Okay? So I get home that night, non-cancerous, those two polyps. It Mm -hmm. said on my chart. Okay, I get home that night. What do you think they do? They stream right up. They stream right up my colon, and I go, no, not again, because I was done with this, you know. And they came and held me and loved me and coddled me, and I said, okay. And you know what they did? What did they do? They went in and doctored those, took care of those two, and finished them. They wanted to see how crudely our medicine does them, and... So they went in, looked at how the doctor did them, and they repaired them. It came out. It just took 10 minutes, and they were done. Now, um, so, you know, time moved on, and, and I, I'm still not knowing what these are. And, you know, are, you know, and my mind still rattled at times. And I said, one night, I was laying here, and I said, if you're really Bigfoot, Come on. If you're really the hairy big guy, why don't you show me? I don't know exactly. that. That's right. Why not? Yeah, so at, uh, uh, I don't know, it was, it was uh, 11, 12 o'clock that night, okay? This is about four, five month, four months into this. It, I woke up to something being shoved in behind my left ear. And that's what it felt like. Somebody was shoving something in behind my left ear. Well, I I rose up out of my bed like a bull in a china closet, man. And I'm the type of guy who was, you know, I don't pull the covers over my head if I hear something. I'm going after it if it's waking me up or whatever it is. And I did a sit-up in my bed like I was coming out of my bed and two arms pushed me right back down on my pillow. And all I could think, Patricia, was grab his arm for hair. I grabbed that arm. I grabbed I could feel the handful of hair. And all oh. of a sudden, to the, to the left of me, where they pushed me down, uh, uh, an adult and a juvenile, a much smaller one, appeared right there 
I'm wide, I'm wide awake, and I look at the big one, and then I look at the little one. I look back at the big one, and I go, I'm going to have a conversation. And just like that, I went out. Oh. They had, they had full control of me. Okay? I asked to prove that it was Bigfoot. So they proved it to me. But why is it, yeah. Steve? I have to ask you this question. Why is it that they just don't appear in their in their form as Bigfoot all the time? I mean, you're now comfortable with them. They've healed you. They communicate with you. You trust them. Why don't they just show up in their big hairy form? Good question. Good question. I think I I think it could go to as far as. Uh, and I don't want to get into that, but uh, I think it could get as far into as what God allows them to do and what they, how they can interact and how they can't interact. Um, okay, so and, take orders. And from, uh, that, that's my, yeah, that's my spin on it. Um, uh, and that's where I'm just going to drop that because, you know, you could get into a million different uh I don't. I can't talk to them, so I don't know. But I can tell well, you this. I'll tell you something interesting. I will tell you something interesting, though, that just popped into my mind. And we've had Dahani Yuwahu on the show, and she used to have communications with Bigfoot. She would go to their camp, um, but and she used to bring two of her students, two or three students, with her every year, and. She said that as soon as they saw, her students saw, these Bigfoot coming towards them, it's like something just shut off in their brain and they would go, they would faint. They would go unconscious. She said it's just something so primal that people have a hard time staying conscious in the presence of these big guys. So Very well could that. Mm-hmm. You know that could be why, because again, there's who knows what's back in our primal minds about these types of beings, but there may be something that just shuts us down. So she stopped bringing mm-hmm. students with her. She's like, enough already. You know, I bring these people with me, and they pass out. <laughs> I have to take care of them. Interesting. Rather yeah. than go at the time with the bigfoot, so that, that could be why. Yeah, yeah. So. Let me just tell you, I'm going to do a, a quick run-through of the, the health things that they've done for me. Uh, um, I've uh, three times now, uh, my back dislocates. I have trouble with my back. And every time that night that I'm in deep pain and I can't walk, they come and they'll come right up my, my, the side of my legs, up tapping me to let me know they're coming, They'll set their, like, hands or orb or whatever it is on my waistline, and then they'll push, and it'll go right in me. And they'll go in there, and you can feel them move the bone back in place. Now, this last time they did it, this was just a month and a half ago, they shot some sort of energy in every single one of my vertebrae all the way up after they put my back in place. Now, uh, two weeks later, again, this just... Uh, three weeks to a month ago, uh, the I misplaced my back again. Well, that time they came, they let me know they were there, but they knocked me out on the couch. And 
they did something to it. I don't know what. I'm telling you what, Patricia, my back feels like it never felt before. It is so wonderful, you can't believe it. And I haven't had any problems with it popping out. Now, people they've healed for me. They've healed my daughter. They have healed my son. They have healed my mother. And they've healed uh, one other close friend uh, that I know that um, I won't say his name or anything. Uh, They healed him. Uh, My mother, they healed her um, uh, three times. Uh, She had an enlarged left heart, and this was all done by the doctor, and she went back and had it checked again, and the enlargement on her heart was gone. They let that night, they were told us they were going to come. They tapped her on the shoulder, for, woke her up, tapped her on the shoulder four times. Now, I, mind you, my mother's devout Catholic. I've instructed her, do not freak out if they, she said, I won't, I won't, I won't. My mother's latest was she was crying. She has that macro degeneral disease in her eyes. It's an irreversible disease. You eventually go blind. And it was getting much worse. She called me one night crying that she had like welding rods going off in her eyes, these sparks and things were really escalating and going bad in her eyes. I went down there that morning and I talked with Shenka, Shenka who is in my brain now. She's been with me the longest and she's going to stay with me evidently. At least she says she is. Um, Shenka, uh, said, we will send somebody to your mother, Steve. Uh, that night, um, uh, they came. When my mom woke up in the morning, it was filled with a flowery scent. And they're popular for doing this. Uh, many people have smelled it. Um, uh, and she said, I, I didn't know where the scent was from. And I said, Mom, that's them. Well, uh a couple of weeks later, she went back to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor said, well, what the heck have you done? It's gone. Your eyes are fine. The doctor said, whatever you've been doing, you just keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, great. my mother it's will call me and say. Macular degeneration usually does not reverse. So that's a, a very, correct. very interesting experience that your mother had. So you're – you're very blessed that you have these birth people in your life and that they're willing to do healing work for you and your family members and your friends. I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of people writing in right now that are saying, how about me? Can we also get some healing from these Bigfoot forest people? So, well, you I mean, can. It's an- <laughs> how do we get yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. CPK, yeah. she's using her hand right now. She's like, me next. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. The problem is, is uh, you know, I, listen, I'm a very, like you said, you know, grew up on a dairy farm, hard worker. I'm a grounded, very normal guy. I, I'm not a healer, Patricia. Um, you know, I, as much as I appreciate everything they do, um, I, I don't want to go out there and make people think that I'm some sort of healer. Um, that well, no, scares the heck out of me. Yeah, but we no, no, you're not. I mean, it's pretty obvious you're not. It's just that your your uh, relationship with the well, big people enables you to ask them for help. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. so that I that's want people remarkable. to get that conception. Um, no, no. I don't think they will, Steve. They're not, <laughs> not going to go all. there. But, so. No, but you know, this is really we're going to have to wrap up. Unfortunately, we're almost at yep. the end of the show, and this has been fascinating. I really hope that you'll put all your thoughts down on paper sometime and maybe get this into a book form so people can read about all your adventures with these Bigfoot people because there's so much more to them than what people oh, have ever yeah. thought about. There's so much more and to what them and they're just me, so loving and kind. Let me just end this by saying that they um, they are they are teaching me new things. The abilities that humans have with our bodies that I had no idea. And they are teaching me this right now, almost every night. Um, It's been quiet for the last two nights. I mean, I always get visitors. Um, But other than that, and I also want to add, people say, okay, I want people to know that there are two orbs on me all the time. There's the one in my brain. We're going to have to end. I'm sorry, but we're out of time. And we're going to have to have you back so we can hear more of your adventures. But uh, right now we've got to wrap up. And next week, everybody, we're talking about New England magic stones and decoding them. It's going to be a very exciting show again. Until next week, everybody, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. appreciate your time tonight yeah isn't it amazing how time gets away on this i know i didn't i i hated to interrupt you but we were going to be out of time and (laughs) almost immediately that last no i looked at the time i didn't realize it was that close but it was yeah yeah it really was Yeah, keep in touch with us and let us know what's going on so we can have you back and hear the next step in your adventures. Well, you know, once I get through with this with them, what they're trying to show me now, uh, I I would love to share it with people and let them know. Um, it's, It's just so darn amazing. I can't believe it myself sometimes. I but, bet. Yeah, I would I would I would love to uh where we kind of left off uh tell people a few more things that have that have happened with them and and share some of uh um, some of my travels with them. <laughs> See, keep so. this in mind, Steve. Our our audience is interested in your experiences, but they're more interested in how they can do this themselves. So, well. see if you yeah. can talk talk to them about how people can do this for themselves. How can people connect with the forest people? Because that's really more of their interest. They like to hear what your adventures, but they want to hear about how they can do it too. That's exactly right. And I think that this is what this, this, uh, this experience they're sharing with me now and teaching me is exactly that point, Patricia. I think 
this is what they want people to begin doing and know, know that they have the ability to do this. So, um, yeah, I'll know more, you know, down the road here. Well, definitely keep this posted, okay, Steve? Thank you so much. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Take care. Good You're welcome. Good night. PK, you still there? Yes, I am. I don't know what I'm that. You heard it too, right? Sitting here going, okay, I'm on one seat. I have nothing else here. It's stone quiet, and I'm going, what in the heck? And the reason I know it wasn't for me, because when my grandson came in, he sat in the chair, he broke the, one of the wheels off, so the chair could not move. And so I'm sitting here, and you said, what is all that noise? There's nothing moving. I'm going, No, it was okay, definitely electronic. Yeah, it, it was no, definitely an electric. I'm sitting here I'm looking around the room trying to think of I have no concept of what in the heck it is. Lord. I didn't either, but it, was, it seemed to be coming from your, uh, your connection because every time I put you in the mute room, it went away. And I tried putting, when I put Steve in the mute room, um, uh-huh. it didn't go away. But when I put you in the mute room, it went away. So there was something that was, we're getting some type of electronic feedback. I don't know from where, but it was, I'm going to talk to blog talk about it too. Cause I hear it even now and he's off and he's off the air. I just hung up on him. So, <laughs> um, so his connection is gone. And so I, all right, let's continue to talk for a few seconds here. I've got put it on the, it's on the Yeti stereo microphone. Okay. You, can you hear sounds yeah. and noises now? All right, now I'm going to go to the internal speakers. All right, now let's see. Can you hear anything on that one? I don't so hear anything on either one right now. It was only happening, you know, during the show. It was so annoying, but I couldn't figure out what was yeah, causing it. But I'll have to blog talk to you. any different here. That's why I'm trying to figure out what in God's name, because everything is quiet. I, there's no one in the house, just me. Yeah, Everything no, this, else this is, is This is definitely an electronic disturbance. It was coming from the connection somehow. But I'll find out from Blog Talk. I cannot wait to get off yeah. Blog Talk, I will tell you that. So another yeah. week, and I think then we'll be on Spreaker, and it'll be a much better system. But we'll try to figure it out in between so it doesn't happen again next week. And I'll I'll look into that Facebook streaming so we can see each other, too. Because just trying to not talk and end talk and afraid to say anything because it's... I know, know it's so hard. So we'll see how it goes next week. If it goes like this, what I'll do is I'm just going to pull back after the first 15 minutes. Well, no, you know, it shouldn't. It never happened before. You know, it could be something at Blog Talks and in the way that they're connecting us, you know. So I'm going to find out because there's nothing different that you were doing last week was fine so there's no reason why this should have happened this week crazy i know it was crazy so we'll figure it out get to the bottom of this next mystery (laughs) those maturity inch by inch okay honey oh god all right have a good night all right right, take care all righty bye 